Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We are live. We are at uh, the Toy Drive here at Blaine's Farm and Fleet, Roshan Avenue in Oak Creek. And it's the, our flagship station out of Milwaukee, the Fan Toy Drive. 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, the Fan. And we can't say thanks enough to our friends at Sight and Sound Solutions. Rupina Realtor Group at Caldwell Banker, Home Sale Realty. Also our friends at Walmart. Running Rebels Community Organization and the Milwaukee Building and Construction Trades Council. Huge part of this down here. Some great sponsors that have been helping us uh, out uh, and putting all this together and funding this so we can raise a ton of money for uh, Children's Wisconsin and Robin's Nest. And thanks to everybody involved in the program, including the media members that trek down here each and every year, Drew Burgoyne from CBS 58 and from the same station, one Kevin Holden. And uh, it's kind of weird because in years past when we've done this, we've been freezing. Uh, you're sitting in here in short sleeves. We got the windows open. It's uh, they they fixed us up with some heat this year. It's about 127 degrees in here. <laughs> and I've lost a little weight. Drew's in here going, lift it, lift it, squat it. You know, because Drew's just a he's gonna go climb a mountain when he gets done with this, or go throw an airplane back to the ground. One of the two, as they take off over our head. How you doing, man? It's all good. Yeah. Uh, just it, it's been a fun year, and it's a, it's a great time of year because now this is when we get a chance to give back a little bit, do this toy drive, that sort of thing. To the rest of it's just been it's been great. What a time. You've got yeah. Badgers, Packers. I mean, I I'm gonna have to play third base for the Brewers, but outside <laughs> of that, we're all right. Can someone run for you? Then then you'll be Oh fine. yeah, you can't yeah. you can't get anywhere near a field again. I've got you, two shot shot yeah. legs. You won't go down from any kind of an injury. Your your wife will take you out with the crosshairs. <laughs> Pointed at the pointed with buckshot in your rear end. Okay, I'm going to ask from a fan's perspective, Drew. So sure. watching the game coming out of there, uh, out right. of New York on Sunday, what was your feeling? Uh, the same as it has been. There's no identity on offense. I think your defense has been don't break. I, you face Daniel Jones, you should you should whip them a lot more than you did. I know the weather was a factor, but you, you watch and they, you see the offense just struggle with identity and. I don't know if they're going to get things where we feel comfortable with when we, you know, once you get into the playoffs. I think we all know who most likely the playoff teams are in the NFC. <laughs> Somebody I, with an 11 win record may end up losing out. Yeah, it could may be. May end up on the outside, or 10 wins are going to be on the outside looking in before it's all said. Yeah, I, I look at the, the Packers' record collectively, and you know what? Obviously, they've won a lot of games on the road, and, and they have superseded my expectations, so I'm not poo pooing that. Yeah. But when you beat a lot of bad quarterbacks, um, I'm, I'm just kind of concerned where we're going to go when it comes to January. But And I don't think I'm going to feel really comfortable until probably the Bear game or most likely the end of the Viking game where I feel like we can go. Because you've got three out of four games to me that you should win on this schedule. So I'm going to ask you now, Kevin, what is the identity of this team? It's a it, <laughs> that's a good question. It's it, it is a little bit like it used to be. That's the thing is for all the changes that have been made, mm -hmm. defensive inconsistency has been a question right. mark. Uh, usage of the running backs has been a question mark. And this found, sounds like something we would have said here at the toy drive a year or two years ago. The difference I think 
for one, I feel like this team is, is more cohesive. I think the unit is closer together. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has, has done what he's done, although you can see the step slower. You can see that it's maybe he's 85% of the old Rodgers. But this is, uh, this is a team that I, I think is – I think they're capable of doing a lot, and I'm also really concerned that they're capable of a face plant still because it's LaFleur's first year. Right. And there's still some things that, that may have to be worked out and worked through in that first year. So for me, I still think they win games on, on the arm and the, the brains of Rodgers. I wish that Aaron Jones was more involved. I think he's the best running back they've had since good Eddie Lacy. Uh, even maybe even going back further to since good Ryan Grant. That's a good point. I mean, because Eddie Lacy was good for a blip on the radar. Well, that's true. <laughs> for like know? a week and a half, right? <laughs> but uh, on but a diet. Yeah. If you have, if you have anything defensively, if you have a mid-range defense, sixteenth out of thirty-two, and you're clicking with Jones and Rodgers, the team can go into the playoffs. If they're a top ten defense, they're an NFC champion contender. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's it like on game day in the back of those studios when you guys are arguing and screaming and yelling and, uh, and Drew's watching from a fan's perspective and you're trying just to write your notes down as to who did what, when, and where? <laughs> okay, so, so this will Ready, happen. Ready, go. Yes, so, so this, will, <laughs> this will happen. It, it's funny because in the last year, Drew and I have been I'd sort of taken after his workout program, but before that, you know, we were work buddies and not much more. But the, what I loved about Drew from day one was it would be Monday – and Drew would walk up to the, you know, through the newsroom, and he'd walk right up to my desk, and I'm thinking he's going to ask me, hey, do you know where the vending machine is? And he's like, we need help on the offensive line. <laughs> we need help at linebacker. We can't sustain this. You know, and, and so the, the, the passion of it. He was, says it in that Chris Rock voice. <laughs> <laughs> what a hot and collect. Uh, he's, Drew, but Drew did this, like he would do this on a daily basis, you know. So instead of talking about, you know, thunderstorms and snow clouds and all that stuff. <laughs> snow clouds. I don't know. You, you can tell I know a lot less you're about just, weather than you're you yelling, know. You're yelling at him, is it raining in Stalas? That's all I want to know. <laughs> can I get to work tomorrow? How, how many pairs of gloves can I wear? So we, the, the funny thing is the preseason is when this really comes into play because there's a lot of uh, – Preps and so Roster on. changing and yeah. such, yeah. And and the other language, too, because so, we do the uh, Spanish games on Telemundo. Mm. Oh, okay. So we sp- I spent a ton of time learning about players I don't know about in a language I don't normally speak. So it's a, it's a little crazy. And Drew will uh, occasionally hear some of that as we're, like, working toward it. I kind of picture you sitting over there with flashcards quizzing him <laughs> in Spanish. What does this mean? <laughs> what does that mean? And then he gives it to you, and you're like, okay, I'll take your word Which for it. Which pretty much should be, okay, this player who you're never going to yeah. hear of again, yes. okay, give me a little background on him. Right? Although th- this year we were saying we'll never hear the name Alan <laughs> There were some names. Right. That He's we, become the number two. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 between the ears, right? And I think that's Rogers' kind of guy. Like mm-hmm. he likes that guy who's who's going to want the ball, but who's going to make the adjustment. But he's also the guy that went to Rogers and said, "I want to learn. Yeah. I, I need to learn with you." And Rogers did that with your Michael Finley, even though that was more of a fractured relationship out of necessity. But uh, this was an Alan Lazard saying, "I want to be. I want to be something. Help me." You feel like you know Rogers loves to mentor people. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't get to see everything, but when there are those young ones that step up and say, "Hey, I want to make a play for you with this and that," like he goes to bat for him. Um, I guess just going forward here with with this running back situation, if they don't target Aaron Jones enough as a receiver, 
I think this team is going to run into a real, real problem. I mean, we knew this when Devontae was out, and, and Devontae looked good this past week, so I'm not going to poop. Last that. two weeks, Devontae's looked better, yeah, he, and, he, and he finally is putting the ball in the end zone. But you, to me, you have the, the best weapon on offense that's back there. And when he's just out in the flat and can make something happen, when they were rolling without Adams, they were finding ways, and he was the best player on the field, in my opinion. When we look at this offense, it, it, as you said, Kevin, it goes as Aaron goes. We all know that. Um, does Aaron take too much criticism when it doesn't look fluid? I think he does. Uh, I'm starting to come back around on him. A couple of years ago, I was starting to think the other way. But now, I here's the thing. I, I watch him after a loss stand up. And, and, and try to own the thing and go forward and whatever. Right. And then you, you see other coaches and other quarterbacks don't do anything like this on the stage, and they don't face nearly the same kind of criticism that Rodgers does. I mean, I think Rodgers, because he is an, an elite over a long stretch of time, he's subject to a different standard. But I think, yeah, I think, I think there's probably more criticism than there should be. I think he's always making adjustments. He's always doing things to try to win. And he has, he has for his whole career, made guys – into better guys, what he did with Greg Jennings, what he did with James Jones, what he's doing with Alan Lazard. Uh, that You can't overstate that. He took a defense that was terrible for mm-hmm. several years in a row and, and made him a playoff team. Think about this. We'll, we'll talk about this when we come back. When you talk about terrible defenses, where is this defense? Because in the top three, top five, after the top four games of the season, after that, the numbers are drastically different. We'll talk about that when we come back. We're broadcasting live down here at Blaine's Farm and Fleet on Rawson Avenue in Oak Creek. If you want to stop by and say hi, drop off a, a new unwrapped toy. You can drop off some cash for our friends at Children's Wisconsin. And also for a Robin's Nest, uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58, also Drew Burgoyne from CBS 58, both here as well. Stop in and say hi. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We've got more coming up right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Bill Michaels Show, we are on the air. We are glad that you are here. And uh, we certainly appreciate you taking a listen to us, this portion of the program. I uh, want to remind you uh, that our Green and Gold postgame show is coming up live from Hinterland, re- immediately following uh, Washington and Green Bay this coming Sunday. Gary Ellerson and I are going to be over at Hinterland in the Titletown District. Come on over and say hi. Going to be a good time over there. Hopefully we're celebrating another Packers win to get to a double-digit win column this season. Uh, sitting here talking about the Packers and everything else going on regarding Wisconsin sports. I had said... Um, if you take a comparison now, and you have to put it in perspective where we're at, you mentioned Wisconsin. So you've got the Packers right now atop the division, Wisconsin going for a Big Ten championship, the Brewers, even though they've tore it down a little bit, back-to-back postseason appearances. Uh, you've got uh, even, hell, even uh, the Milwaukee Admirals and Bucks are streaking right now. The Bucks are expected to be in an NBA Finals this year. As opposed to, let's say, Chicago, the White Sox are rebuilding, and they're just about there. They should be at least a formidable team. The Cubs, we don't know what they're going to be. The The Bulls stink on ice. The Bears aren't very good uh, when you get into that realm. Then you've got, say, New York. The Yankees are good. Rangers, eh. Islanders, eh. Rangers are better than the Islanders, at least. <laughs> or, excuse me, the Islanders are better than the Rangers, at least. Uh, the Knicks suck. I mean, they just flat out stink. Yeah. The Mets are always wait till next year. They can't seem to figure things out. And they got two football teams that are 4-15, and 15, I think, or 4-16 and 16 between them. So if you're a Wisconsinite compared to the big city markets, you got to feel good about where you're at right now, right? I think it's great. You know, and then 
you know, the Bucks right now, I mean, obviously if you're a Buck fan, you're you're following them, but there's you know, that general contingent, they wait, you know, probably more toward, you know, the end of the winter and really start, you know, figuring it out. But yeah, you've got seems like must see T V or headlines uh, throughout uh, the entire state. I uh, for me personally, when it comes to the Packers, I mean, I, I think they've superseded my expectations. I mean, I know some, I think Ryan Horvat had them at 12 wins. And mm-hmm. Good for him. I mean, right. I, I never saw that. But I said 10, maybe 11. Yeah, I was thinking about nine wins and maybe getting, you know, sniffing a wild card. But like you said, I mean, a wild card this year, hey, you could be talking about 11 wins. And that's how good, that's right. how good the NFC is right now. What did you pick the Packers at at the beginning? Ten wins, I thought, was kind of uh, maybe a touch on the optimistic side. I said side. nine wins, give or take one or two. Yeah. You know, I mean, all, all, depending on injury and health. and uh, But then again, you kind of look at this team and you say, you know, you got to be good. you got to be healthy. you got to be lucky. you got to get hot. Well, right now, they've got pretty much all that working for them. Yeah, they, the only thing that's happened to them that you're talking about a greater concern is the most physical defenses they've faced, they've struggled the most against, the Eagles mm-hmm. and the 49ers. Those were the two teams that I thought uh, played them the toughest, the most physical. Well, the Chargers, But they have played seven of the top ten defenses. The Broncos was the top one. The Bears was the top defense. The Vikings was the top defense. Uh, Hell, even the Chargers were top ten. Right. You know, at the time. I mean, they have played some incredibly tough defense. That's why when people say, well, look, they've gotten lucky. Okay. They, they, look, they went into Dallas, and Dallas is not nearly as good. They beat a, a Bears team that turned out not to be great. But I firmly believe they derailed the Bears' season. With all the hype going into that game, they went into Dallas and put a stamp on Dallas, and that was without Devontae Adams. They, you know, people want to poo-poo the Kansas City win, and I understand that because you're not facing Patrick Mahomes. But if if that that team wasn't any good, then why did they beat the hell out of the Vikings the very next week? That's right, and that's right. Well, that was a good Vikings team. And then and then beat the Broncos. You mentioned and then beat really the Broncos. Yeah. So I, I look, I I think you can only play who's ahead of you. And the fact that they got nine wins, three losses, and two of them really ugly. I get it. West Coast losses. But for the most part, that Philadelphia game, they gave it away. Philadelphia oh, yeah. didn't beat them. Right. No, it should have been – I mean, they were on the goal line twice or right. and should have scored. But, you know, I, I look at a bad matchup. I, I think, like, the Packers and the Niners, they just don't match up with that team at all. I, I think if they get stuck playing them in the playoffs, I, I think it's an early it's an early exit. I just don't think they match up well. So the, if the physics- Niners can get booted, then maybe – you know, maybe they get a the shot. The Niners win those games in the trenches with their front seven yeah. on defense. Yeah, I mean, that's dominate. where they win those games. So you so you have to come at it a different way. And there was a little stretch in that Niners game where it looked like the Packers had something to figure out. You saw some misdirection, everybody moving left, pass going right. Mm-hmm. And they there was this, it was maybe four or five plays where they just they were eating chunks of yards right. really fast. And I thought, well, they got this figured out. And then they kind of went away from it. The other play in that Niners game that still blows my mind, you remember this, fourth and one, they come out in a shotgun formation. <laughs> they call a timeout. Then they come back out in a shotgun formation. Right. How are you going to finesse against that power on fourth and one? How is Danny Vitale not your instant call on fourth and one against I, those guys? I, I think that's where that's where we can leg- legitimately say that Matt Lafleur didn't necessarily was out coached, but out coached himself. Yeah. Maybe thought about it a little bit too much, and hopefully you learn from that. You know, I mean, uh, you know, down the road that gives you good scouting, but. Oh you, boy! What? Oh my God! <laughs> That's, uh, oh my God! There's an owl we've, in a shopping cart. We've got Will, who is one of our executive producers, pushing around an owl. <laughs> I'm not kidding—a life-size owl. 
that has got his hand. I wish I had a video of this. I, I really yeah, do. Let me see. Maybe I could, could give Will a breathalyzer. But, What's going on? <laughs> but all I know is if that thing goes over, I will wet myself laughing. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know? he's going and I thought my wife had a great video of a turkey following a mailman. How about so, that for viral, by the yeah, way? Yeah, that was crazy. It's up over 17 million views now, something like that. Millions. Yeah. 17 million. 17 million. Millions. Nationally featured. Larger than twice the, t- twice the size of the city of Chicago. Twice the populace of Chicago. And and, and without the terrible football. And, yes, yeah. without, and, with, and without the tolls. <laughs> and without the tolls. So, and without the tolls. And the anger and, and everything that goes along the with constant it. constant honking of I the I completely horse. agree. So uh, Packers come up. Uh, they play uh, Washington this weekend. Win? Oh, yeah. yeah win? They, sh- they should take care of it. Actually, a pretty easy win, I think. You know, Chicago makes me a little nervous. Chicago at Lambeau. Because that's their playoff game. That is their play. Well, if they lose to Dallas, uh, then their season's done. Right. If right. they beat Dallas... Then all bets are off. They're going to come here with a little bit of hope, a modicum of hope. If they beat the Packers, then suddenly they're going to vault themselves back into this mix. Guys, appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming down. Thanks Thanks for having us. This was fun, and we got to see I don't know if I'm drunk or not, but we just saw a dude pushing an owl on a shopping cart go by. But I think I'm hammered. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) Stay tuned. we got another hour of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.